Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And Kim, did you use the butt plugs I bought you? <laughs> next, next time I hang out with you and your wife, I'm just going to ask you how much anal sex you've had in your life. That's a normal conversation to have with friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My banana not, got not hard. With- <laughs> Tried to put it in the donut. Didn't work. Not a normal conversation to have with your... That's perfectly fine conversation to have with your friends. Not a conversation to ask your friend's significant other whom you don't know very well. We've never met. Literally never met before. (laughs) Also, Statler has entered the room. Welcome. 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 (laughs) This girl's making lean cuisines. She's looking for bugs and logs. She's having sex in crowded elevators. I would like to know the logistics of this. It seems illegal or like you may be arrested, but nope. She's here, here to tell the tale. She likes sex a lot. Yes, she does. Yeah. Yeah. She says she's pretty good at it. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe if you're going to move in with someone, especially if they live overseas, you might want to let them know. But other than that, what, what? No, no issues with her. <laughs> what's what's the problem? If we ever have a, a cray cray meetup in Texas, it's definitely going to be at Love Potion 69 or whatever the fuck that place was. Better than Look sex. Look it up. Better than sex. The only location in Texas is in Plano. So I'm calling fraud in here. How far is Plano from Irving? I have no idea. It's Texas. It's a very large place. <laughs> Probably uh, far. If, if you don't think that I looked up the details of that cookie nookie pie, you don't know me very well. It looks delicious, and I want some right now. <laughs> uh, I mean, look. Violet's mom. Oh, 35-minute drive. 35-minute drive. Okay, that's fair. That's you would, reasonable. You would, travel, you would travel for that. Absolutely. 35 yeah. minutes. I mean, with traffic, that's like basically down the road for me. So, right. <laughs> um, you know, Violet's mom, I'm feeling her. She says, you guys aren't even married and you're already miserable. Get rid of this guy. <laughs> love the attitude. Great stuff. Yeah. Time to move forward. Just love Violet in general. Violet's like, I am living my life. Fuck off. If you don't like it, why did you come here? If you think I'm such a bad person, great questions, all the right questions. Thank you, Violet. We have the same questions, but I came such a long way. I risked, I risked it all in America. We have doors (laughs) on Dick me abroad this week. It was in America. We have ice and now Riley, we have doors in America. Yeah, well, it's probably like three degrees in the winter where you live. Not in Vietnam. It's nice. The, the breeze running through the house. All oh, these people. <sighs> Did you it's miss? The, uh, it's it's too bad that this episode wasn't filmed on the fourth of July, because <laughs> there was a there was a good you liar you lie here. <clears throat> Did you miss uh, Misha in her? Mute, I totally did. Mute? Yeah. I totally did. She's a fucking great podcast fodder. I know. Cute when mute. Cute when <laughs> mute. 
She's practicing being mute this week, I guess. Did you miss? <laughs> Look, she had shit to do. Yeah, she had visions to have and vacuuming to do. Yeah. Two sons to see. She's busy. She's busy. I have a feeling, Misha, not a whole lot happens because we're getting very little. And I'm also, I'm really worried that the Statler thing fizzles really fast or something because it's episode six and we're just now meeting her. This I don't like this. episode six, which yeah. in my, when I started taking my notes, I wrote down that this was episode three. That's how my sense of time <laughs> and space has been distorted lately. Kyle, it, I mean, we could be in for like a 22 episode season. We just don't know. So, and we're know. not going to guess ever. Nope. Never. We never guess how many episodes Done are in with this that. season. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was overall like a pretty good episode, though. I, I have a lot to say. Um, a lot of people landing in the countries where they're going. Cleo, you Christian is not out of your league. Never say this. And just in general, never say this to a significant other that is as annoying as Christian because he looks like he's going to be pretty annoying throughout this whole season. Pretty annoying. He is rapidly like bullet train speed toward dad bod <laughs> at 26 or whatever his, his age is. <laughs> That's like the least of my issues with him, but yes, also true. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. I think, uh, Christian is really close to developing a passionate interest in World War II history and wearing <laughs> and wearing jean shorts. <laughs> Those are, I mean, the passionate, uh, you know, passionate about World War II history seems. Uh, wait, wait, is this a bad joke that I'm not understanding? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a dark Kyle joke okay, with all okay, sorts of I've weird. Read- of horrifying <laughs> context, Kim. Don't worry. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, backpedal, backpedal. What's it Kyle mean by that? Yeah. He uh I'm not he... <laughs> No, you're thinking of khakis and tiki torches, Kim. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> the guy just thinks he's so fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's really hard to deal with. I I don't like him at all even if he weren't doing like even if he weren't like it, he and his bigot family weren't talking about like the trans stuff i still just i still don't like him <laughs> I, I just think his personality is annoying so to say you're a dog person when cleo clearly wants you to love on her cats is just like kind of irritating <laughs> i don't give a I'm- shit about cats Neither uh, do you. No, but if like if my Fuck significant you, cats. other <laughs> No, those cat those I I I just those cats are fucking adorable. They were really cute. They're, They're so really cute. cute. Yeah. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. 
It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So do you want to start with Gino and Jasmine? Is that where we're starting? They're happy for five minutes here in the park. Are they? Yeah. A little bit. Uh, when but they're then, running? But then she she has to meet Dane over video chat. And uh, they were, Wait, he didn't go with her to the park initially. Wait, did they run right. first? Or she video chatted first with Dane, right? So it, I can't remember. Basically, it's like week one has passed. Jasmine runs some errands. It seems like they're happy for five seconds because she tells him, you know, uh, you know, she's she's all cutesy and lovey dovey at the apartment. But then she immediately FaceTimes Dane and tells him all the horrific things that are going on. Um, Mainly that he just won't have sex with her. That's it. That's the horrific thing. He banged her that one time, but then he hasn't had sex with her since. Do you? You know, the major, I think, question here is assuming that Jasmine isn't banging him, uh, Dane, do you kind of buy, I mean, a part of me kind of buys Jasmine's analysis of why she's not a hypocrite. And that might sound crazy, but basically she says, you know, listen, if Gino did this, I would lose my fucking shit at him. And I know that sounds, I know that sounds crazy, but... He is an untrustworthy piece of shit, and I am a mature person. And I don't really trust Jasmine necessarily, but like I think that's within the realm of possibility. I mean, G- Gino has been proven to be a fucking scumbag by sending her nudes to his exes to try to make them jealous and talking shit. And I mean... Lest we, I mean, you remember all the text messages that were all over Reddit last season about with Gino texting his sugar. You remember all the sugar babies and all that shit? Like, Gino fucking sucks. He is not trustworthy. And so if Jasmine is telling the truth, I don't know. Is that something like you lay down that rule and then you must adhere to it, even though? You're not a danger of cheating, which I'm I'm not sure is true, but like do you know what I mean? What what do you think about that? Yeah, I you know, I was surprised like they made this phone call or this video call with Dane look so bad. And I mean, I still think it's inappropriate to tell somebody I, that I you agree. were sleeping with like oh my boyfriend. Like you you obviously have these two girlfriends, like talk to them about it, you know, in confidence, but to video chat Dane, it was clearly like a you know, kind of a ploy for production or whatever, but, or to make it more dramatic, I would not be pleased with that. But I do agree with her in that it is insane that we are calling Jasmine the mature one in this relationship, but it it is true. Like Gino, I don't know that Gino has the ability to be friends with a woman. Totally. 
Yeah. And, and I, I agree with you. I don't think that that phone call was appropriate. But I think Jasmine, Jasmine would freak out no matter what the contents of the phone call would be to an ex if it was Gino. That's true. And I thought this phone call overall was fairly innocent. Like, even when she says, like, he doesn't want to have sex with me. And it would be, I wish she would have just said, like, oh, I just needed a male perspective. Because that might be it. Like, she just wants a male perspective of, like, what is, like, what is this? You know? And in that case, check Reddit. They'll give you some honest answers. But, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, he's he's like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> But then he goes on to tell her to get like they should do couples therapy and they should figure out what is impeding the the relationship. And he doesn't really hit on her or say anything really that creepy. I didn't think the call overall didn't creep me out, but I still wouldn't want my significant other asking his ex who he's slept with in the last few years. Like, I, I just wouldn't want this conversation to happen. I wouldn't, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't say that Dane gave bad vibes, but if I was Dane's partner, I don't know. I think I might've been creeped out by that call. Yeah. Like if you're Dane, if you're Dane's wife, cause it's just Does a lot a of wife? information. He said he was on a family trip. I think that he is in a relationship. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I about took that. that to mean his parents and stuff. But yeah, yeah I maybe. didn't consider he could have his own family and he's in Thailand with them. Yeah. My my husband, if we're in Thailand, my husband is not calling his ex-girlfriend to talk about her sexual issues with her current boyfriend. Not happening. Sorry. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I took it to mean that he was just, like, with his parents and his siblings or something. No, his advice is is the sane advice. He basically just says, yeah, maybe you should fix this before you decide to marry him, bro. <laughs> you know? It's- Great advice. Yeah. And then, the yeah, the pr- production asked Jasmine, like, what if Gina was video chatting with his exes? And she Nuke. admits, over my dead body tactical nuclear weapon deployed <laughs> in Gino's asshole in the form of bu- a butt plug. It would I be a, it t- would be a butt plug covered in Cholula. <laughs> I Sorry, love that, that. That would be assault. That's not funny. I apologize. <laughs> uh, just because of the Cholula or. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Jasmine is happy that Dane is strategically on a family vacation this week because it. I had wondered, like, how have they not just run into him in the hallway? Oh, my God. Yeah, he got the F out of there. Yeah, he did. Smart. Yeah. So then they go for this run in the park. I want to know how long this run was because Gina really looks like he's struggling and she is like running with a giant bag. They, like, they did you ran, see like they, a, no, they jog for 30 seconds. He doesn't, he, I, he didn't look struggling to me. He wasn't even heavy breathing when they were done. Maybe they, that then, yeah, they definitely only ran for a minute or two. And then they're like, what is this twerk stretching? Is she just uh, trying to be sexual? Like she's trying to get him. He's trying to get his banana hard in the park. Has she not like, this isn't working. 
this is like a problem. He says it's because they argue. He says this is like something deeper. Yeah, clearly. Because he, they've been there a week. They had sex on what? I think like day two. If yeah. there was a serious fight, I feel like it would have been filmed or the aftermath would have been filmed. So that means for the there, there's a good four days in there where they haven't actually been fighting that bad and no sex has been achieved. And he just blames it on the fighting. And at first, I kind of took him at his word that, yeah... I, I mean, I guess I get it, but it's a little bit of a um, a catch-all excuse now. It seems like, yeah. I just I, I, he he yeah. just it's 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 really obvious that he has ED or maybe low T, and I just okay. don't. He those are just things that I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's something to be ashamed of. If, Not anymore. at all. It could be like a psychological thing, too. And like, again, like not anything like just figure it out, though, you know, and it seems like he's kind of in denial and he's blaming the arguing. He is also extremely uncomfortable with PDA and Jasmine insists on (laughs) always making him uncomfortable, though. And I'm like, stop. Like, what is this? I don't know. It's a lot. Because she's They're, like squatting behind him and he's there, like, it's a, I don't it's like It's a this. pegging. It's a pegging squat is what it looks yeah. like. It does. I mean, imagine if the genders were reversed and it was like some dude trying to squat behind his girl in public and she's like, I'm not comfortable. Like, we'd be like, stop doing that to her. So I, I am like with Gino on this. If he's uncomfortable, she should stop. Like. It's not going to get him hard. He's just embarrassed. This movement will help you during intercourse because you're robotic. I'm a wild beast. (laughs) I'm I'm a wild beast in in bed. (laughs) Well, and he's like, when I argue, I lose. When we argue, I lose my desire. So we need not to argue. I'm like, well, we haven't seen any arguing in like a week, though. Right. Exactly. Um, she she asked him for his fantasies, and I wanted to hear what you think Gino's fantasies are because he does not <laughs> he does not divulge anything. Okay, I think uh, something to do with hats and yeah. I wrote down. Yeah. I wrote down two hungry man dinner chicken fried steaks glued together in a cowboy hat. <laughs> did you come up with that or did chat GPT? <laughs> I, I that was my you can go check. That was my first post on threads from like four days ago. <laughs> <laughs> that we have is lots amazing. of followers. Yeah. Oh, great. That's um, so funny. And then uh, my second guess was he has dinner alone, watches the Cleveland show with his shoes on, and the rest handles itself. (laughs) I mean, what he was getting something out of these sugar babies, clearly. So I wonder, like, what was it that they were doing that was getting him off? Yeah, that's a good point. I because he's cheap. 
So yeah. it's not like he gets off on showering people with money, although I think he's actually given way more money to sh- these sugar babies than Jasmine. Yeah. Um, but God, maybe it's just a, a kind of attention. And the sugar babies, I think, are just enough at arm's length to where he doesn't. Maybe he is really genuinely afraid of the commitment to Jasmine and the sugar baby attention was ephemeral and disposable, right? Yeah. Yeah. And again, like it's clear he never likes to get too deep because that's scary to him. And so maybe it is just because it's so surface level right. that it works. Um. Gino cannot dance. We learn in the next scene they're at dinner with Jasmine's two friends and Jira, who, which is a triggering name for anybody that works in wait, tech. Wait, pardon me. Her name is Jira. Stop! Really? Yes. Oh man. Jira and Juana. I was like, whoa, 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 and then she kept. I was like, oh man, okay. So, did you use the butt plugs that I got you? <laughs> Great first question to somebody you've never met. No, she took them out and then he run off. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, her friends were like fun at first too. They were like trying to dance with Gino and he was yeah. being a good sport about it. And Jasmine's to dance. not jealous of dan- no. of him dancing with her friends. It looks, like, it looks fun. He's into they it. Say, they say he looks good for his age and he looks good from the back. I was like, yeah. really? Okay. He's not, they basically say he's, well, he's not hideous and he, <laughs> he's got a butt, you know? <laughs> Like perhaps completely flat. <laughs> perhaps for a plug. <laughs> he says, "Can we change the subject?" Right. He says, this I think like, he kind of says he's he's never had anal sex. I think he kind of confirms uh, that, and then he's like, "Can we talk about something else?" It drives me. It just it's so funny to me. Like I think that Gino weirdly is just. Um, I don't know if prude is the right word, but he is so there's some weird sexual repression going on with him. And I just it's wild to me that you're sitting in a bar drinking with three beautiful women. They want to talk about sex. And then you're like, let's change the subject. So who's been cheated on? Like, what the (laughs) fuck are you doing? I guess so. I don't know that I would want to talk about that with strangers. Like, yeah, but do, why do you pivot to that? <laughs> yeah, that's well. He didn't. He asked how they became friends. How Jira and Jasmine became friends, and they said that they had both gotten out of relationships nine years ago, and their boyfriends had both cheated on them, and they bonded over that. So he didn't ask like who's been cheated oh, on. He's like, how do you all know I each just, other? I guess. I guess. But he really went for it, though. He, he took he took that ball and he he tried to hit it out of the park. Yeah. But then it comes up that Gino knows about the video call with Dane earlier. And I'm like, Jasmine, like she was acting all cagey when she got back to the apartment. And so he was like, what did you do? And she she could have hit it, but she did it. She just like told him and he did think the conversation was inappropriate and 
I don't know. I'm just like, why didn't you talk to your female friends, Jasmine? Why didn't you just call up Jira and be like, Gina won't have sex with me and blah, blah, blah. And like, talk it out with them. He wouldn't have been mad about that. File a ticket with Jira about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Writing user five, story and Jira. Five people got that joke. I apologize. I um, it, it's just, it's so weird that how both of these people choose the timing of their battles <laughs> and when and how and in what company to fight them. Um, and, you know, to Jasmine's credit, she doesn't freak out. She doesn't engage, really. She doesn't uh, go along with what he's trying to do, which is essentially embarrass her as revenge for all the times that he's felt embarrassed by her. And she she doesn't f- get take the bait, though. She's like, I'm here to dance. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, she, <laughs> she also, though, like, Gino, I don't know if this is where most people would take this, but Gino is like, now I think Jasmine's cheating on me because she's acting sneaky. She's hiding conversations. And I'm like, did she hide a conversation? She kind of told you like two hours after it happened. Right. It was pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. So it, he does tell her friends. Cause he's, then he's talking to Jira by himself. Cause Juana doesn't speak English. And she's like, if I was friends with, with, and my ex, Jasmine, would blow a nut. And that is true. But he's asking Jira what she knows about Dane. And she doesn't really help the situation. She's just like, Jasmine's all in on you. She wants to marry you. You don't have anything to worry about. But she doesn't say anything. She doesn't like say, Dane, that guy sucks. She's like, oh, well, he is rich and handsome and way better <laughs> than you in every way. But yeah, she's really into you for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> So funny. We are officially in legit summer, and I have always wanted to be that person in the neighborhood that had like the best flower beds, like the flower beds that you kind of stop and look at when you're on a walk, and they look so nice. I don't exactly have a green thumb, but my Lomi is helping me achieve my flower bed dreams. Now I turn my food waste into nutrient rich dirt that I can feed to my plants and my garden. Now I have a Lomi. And it's changed the way that I think about my food waste. Lomi transforms my garbage into gold at the push of a button. It's a countertop electric composter that turns food scraps into dirt in under four hours. Now, I love composting. Plus, it's made my cooking at home even more fun. There's no food rotting in my garbage and smelling up my kitchen. And thanks to Lomi, I only have to take out the trash once a week And it's a hassle-free, mess-free experience with no more disgusting, leaking bags. I feel really good about using my Lomi because I learned that food waste makes up a huge portion of our personal carbon footprint. By reducing the amount of food that I send to the landfill, I'm helping do my part for the planet. All of my food scraps, plant clippings, and even those leftovers I forgot in the back of the refrigerator that are like two weeks old, go back into my flower beds and my garden. That means that it's not going to landfills and producing methane gas. So I get to help the environment and also at the same time, I'm making my life easier. And the Lomi's not very big. It's very silent. Um, It doesn't smell at all. And it sits on my countertop. It's about the size of a crock pot. 
Whether you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden and have the best flower beds in the neighborhood like me, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash CrayCray and use the promo code CrayCray to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to L-O-M-I.com slash CrayCray, that's C-R-A-Y-C-R-A-Y, and use promo code CrayCray at checkout. Thank you so much, Lomi, for sponsoring this episode. This show is brought to you by BetterSleep. I don't have trouble falling asleep, but I do have trouble waking up in the middle of the night and getting back to sleep. When you've got a lot on your mind, it's hard to get the sleep that you need, but sleep is so important. With the Better Sleep app, you can personalize a sleep experience that calms your racing thoughts and boosts concentration. In fact, Business Insider says that Better Sleep is one of the most positively reviewed apps in the history of the Apple Store. I love Better Sleep because even though I live in a city, I love falling asleep to nature sounds. And with Better Sleep, I can personalize my own mix. There's so many sounds to choose from. Uh, right now, my mix is like a campfire and something called Canadian Forest. I don't really know how that different from a regular forest, but the Canadian one is really good. And I even use some of the white noise sounds to focus at work during the day too. There's a lot of sleep meditations I really enjoy. There's binaural beats, and there's also one called Ocean Waves Sleep Hypnosis. I've used that one to fall back asleep um, when I wake up in the middle of the night. It works really well for me. Over 200 soothing sounds and a range of smart features to help you sleep faster, deeper, and for longer. And you can explore audio tracks from categories such as ASMR, brainwaves, meditation, stories, and more. This app has 55 million downloads and counting and is one of the most positively reviewed apps in the App Store ever. When you sleep better, you feel better. Improve your quality of life in as little as one week. Download Better Sleep from your App Store or Google Play. That's Better Sleep on the App Store or Google Play. All right, we got to move on. Um, Riley. Let's talk about, okay, let's talk Riley. Let's talk Riley. Um, Riley, wow. What's this guy's problem? <laughs> like, he's, he he's, is. He really God. is one of these dudes that's like, I've been cheated on in the past, therefore all women are whores. Yeah. I, that's it's, like his entire fucking personality. It's awful. I mean, Violet has done nothing wrong. He calls her a liar because she gets a text message from her friend who's like her best friend at school, she says. It's like another teacher. And she's like... He was like asking me to evaluate the photo because I hooked him up with my I, I like set him up on a date. Now, if Violet turns out to be lying, then this is pot of shame. <laughs> I mean, this would be the most Matt Sharp thing ever, right? It would be. But like she doesn't try the and guy, hide it from the, him. She, the guy that she's texting with is is fucking Tyree. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best twist in 90 day history. It would knock my socks off. Oh my Viol God. Violet is Carmela. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, I lifted those pictures off the escort site. What? What? <laughs> yeah. What? 
Um, I just like I hate how Riley assumes that because Violet has a busy life and she has a job and a family to take care of and thus has shit to do that she must be whoring around because right, if a nefarious. woman's busy, if a woman's busy, God damn it, she must be whoring. There's nothing else she could be doing with her time. I didn't come all the way to Vietnam to be with a woman with a job. I didn't Ugh. know they had. I didn't know they had those here. So annoying. But um, I just I like Violet. She doesn't take his shit. She's like, I don't ask you who you're texting at all times. I don't ask to see your text messages. And she makes it very clear, like her boundaries. She's like, we're just dating. We're not engaged. We're not married. I've never even fucking met you. So like you like maybe you're talking to somebody else right now. And that's actually none of my business. I kind of like the way that she framed it. It's a good point. You're dubious. They're not, (laughs) they're not engaged. He wants, I mean, I think, uh, well, remember Kim, he brought the engagement ring, but she has to earn it. It's a promise ring. I thought, is it engagement ring? Oh, it's not even an engagement ring. It's like, no, it's not even, it's, it's a commitment ring. Oh God. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. She better work hard for that one. I just, there is nobody ever on this show that draws like healthy boundaries for privacy. And she just very clearly states, you have a right to privacy. If you want to text, if you get some text messages that you don't want to show me, that's okay. And guess what? You're not allowed to read through my text messages because I have a right to privacy. That is healthy. Also, you're very ugly and bad. <laughs> <laughs> you no talk anymore. <laughs> I she is so funny. I she's talking I to the she's talking to the seamstress and she's like, "What? That's not my fucking husband." And he keeps he keeps interrupting her because he's desperate to know what they're talking about. It's so pathetic. Oh, you, dude. You, stop talking. The seamstress is like, he's fucking old. And she's like, yeah, old and ugly. (laughs) (laughs) This interaction with the I'm going to take you to a tailor and have some clothes like custom made for you. I thought was so hilarious. And I don't think we've ever seen a Vietnamese cast member yet. I was trying to remember. No, Violet, no. Violet says this is just how they are. Like they're always just joking around, like dicking around. And I, I think it's so funny. Like love I it. love this scene. 120 centimeters, your belly. Wow. Very big. Do you think he's lovely? Uh, yeah, but he's a little bit old, a little ugly. Yeah. I said I you were that the, a little bit ugly. <laughs> I, I, maybe I misinterpreted this, but I thought that the seamstress was tongue in cheek asking Violet how big his cock was. That's what I thought too. Which <laughs> it's not 120 is, centimeters, I can tell you that. But. Uh, no, but which is just so, it's, yeah. So anyway, she gets the text, and here we go. It's just, it launches off immediately. Loses his mind immediately. Who is that guy? Blah, blah, blah. He has no shirt on. You're a whore. You're whoring around. And she's like, this is like my private life. If you're going to ask me about it reasonably, I'll tell you who the guy is. But 
It sounds like she's playing matchmaker. Now I'm I'm accepting that what Violet is saying is true, but it would be really funny if she if really is. I know. I know. I know. Um, yeah. So she says, you know, this is my friend. Blah blah. We already talked about that. And then he tries to say, "Well, you never lie, huh? What about your ex husband? What about your visa interview?" And that this is all very convoluted. Didn't really understand it. It sounds like she had a visa interview. Like, what is the context of that? Why would she have a visa interview? They're not engaged. Was this for someone else? Was this a tourist visa? Yeah. yeah, it just it doesn't make any sense. She basically kind of says it's still in process and it's not like denied. And I guess he took that very badly as if she lied about maybe even doing the interview at all. It kind of makes no sense. They're just yelling at each other. And then Violet basically just says, OK, listen, I can't cancel on my mom. Can you shut the fuck up and just be <laughs> cool? And he's just like, OK, sure. Some fight but fight the, over now. <laughs> but before that, he's he assumes an extremely condescending tone and he's like, Violet, Violet, I came a long way to see you now. I know. And you have so many secrets. I and came like, a long way. She's like, if you think I lie, why'd you come here? Right. It, it seems like, like yeah, he has it in his head done. that she that she is a, a huge liar. So he has that pre-existing assumption. So why date her? Yeah. I like that she tells him to smile. First time in history a woman tells a man to smile when you meet the when you meet my family, you better smile, you, you better asshole. Don't smile. be a grump. <laughs> I thought this this family meeting was very sweet, though. He is clearly, like, very taken with her family. He's so happy to meet them. The daughters are, like, kind of like, oh, wow, he's really here. And they're carrying this adorable dog. Her brother looks 14. I was so I confused. Yeah. Uh, the alley that her that her family lives in is really cool. Yeah, I thought it was a beautiful setting. It's nice. I really yeah. liked it. And it seems like maybe they run a business out of their house or courtyard. Obviously couldn't read what the sign said, but it looked like some kind of business sign. Don't get any details on that. He brings them nice get well after he proclaims in America we have doors. Um <laughs> uh he gets he gets really nice gifts for them. Yeah, For the but, daughters, the mother's it, like, where's the fuck's my gift? Like, <laughs> Wild that he didn't get anything for mom. Come on, Really man. weird. Really weird, yeah. Not good. Not a good look at all. The food looks insane. Oh, my God. I wanted to eat it so bad. What was that? It looked Dumplings like some variation of pho. Like, ugh, vegetable. Yeah. Ugh, it looked like it. fresh and delicious i i was very jealous of the food they don't have they don't have it didn't look like it mom's not fucking around either you can tell where violet gets it from you date my daughter and she cries you have a hot temper be better personality (laughs) riley's response to that is i don't like being lied to and at this point the daughter the like 13 year old uh, daughter is like excuse me you're calling my like, mom a liar to her face in front of yeah. our fucking grandma what who are you 
The daughter's like, the word liar. She says this in English. What a fucking badass. The daughter's like, the word, like, calling her a liar is disrespectful. And, like, that's a big accusation. Yeah. I was and like, it's you a, go. It's just a bit much, you know? Yeah. It is. And, and mom's within, like, what? Yeah. You get, yeah, mom is like, you guys are going to be freaking miserable if you get married. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's happening? Mom basically says, like, Vietnamese women are not assholes. So I don't know why you think that she's a liar, but she's not. And the daughter, again, like, it's always the teenagers that have the best relationship advice. She's like, you have to trust each other if you're going to be a couple. <laughs> again, in English. Like, this is incredible. Her daughters seem, like, super with it. Like, I really liked her daughters. The 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 brother says zero words the whole time. Right, right. Forgot he was there. Again, uh, super duper mega pot of shame potential here. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I would be totally on board with the super story twist of Violet having like six boyfriends and 100%. she's just like collecting money from all of them. I'm down with that. Like as well, that would be really funny because it'd be so unexpected, but I think she's just like a normal person. That's like, why, if you think I'm such a shitty person, why are you even here? And I hope she, she breaks up with him. She breaks up with him under the shadow of a Viet Cong tank. <laughs> We're going back to the wherever they were last week, and we're going to look at the tanks, and I'm going to we're going to play hide and seek, and I'm just never going to come back. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's talk Statler, the new new kid on the block. She looks like someone that would be fun to be friends with when you were in your 20s, you know? Uh. Yeah. How old is she? 33. Oh, wow. I thought she was younger than that. She <laughs> yeah. is from Irving, Texas. Her girlfriend's name is Dempsey. Statler has a type, and it's a blonde British girl. That is what she likes. It's the accent, for sure. She said, um, out of a wet dream. Seems like she has no qualms about fleeing the state of Texas immediately, either. No. Which, you know, it's hot. So, get yeah. it? I. I love her. Like, this girl is really funny. She's really genuine, you can tell. And she's self-deprecating. And I just, like, we open up to her, like, prying open a rotting log to look for bugs. What is happening? She, she, that, she likes bugs, you know? <laughs> it's <laughs> Good. so great. That's cool. Uh, so she she has diagnosed ADHD, as she yeah. says, she really, 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 really has it mm -hmm. because it is one of those things like um, everybody says, I, you know, it's like one of those things like I have I have uh, fuck um, I have OCD. Oh, my God. My OCD won't let me in. Just like, no, you don't. And stop yeah. it. Stop saying it. But uh you can you can tell this has impacted her her life and relationships in a lot of ways, you know, particularly around. It seems like she gets by at work, but and and maybe working from home. I don't know. It it seems like she kind of implied that working from home was really hard for her. Yeah, because she, she gets said, distracted by doing stuff around the house and 
Her house um, is very clean, and she says the yeah. way that she phrased it was they're they've made us work from home since COVID. Like she didn't like it. Yeah. So, but it, this is clearly has affected her relationships as well. Um, she has a hard time focusing on one thing for very long. She comes off as like very bouncy and bubbly. And I look, I mean, I, I could see if you're in a relationship with her, it could, I suppose it could get exhausting. She calls and, it neuro spiciness. And I just want to call that out. It's great. I love that's that. That's cute. I, I could just, I could see you, you, she would have to be with the right type of person for sure. And I think it, it, it certainly narrows her options. I mean, she's super cute. She's fun. She really likes sex. Like there's people, some, there's some stuff here, you know, people really want to have sex with her. She is apparently, gorgeous, by the way, like I think she's yeah. like super hot. And she says like, she sometimes had sex with multiple women in the same night. She had sex yeah. in a church and in a busy elevator. Can you please speculate on the logistics of having sex in a crowded elevator? Not an empty elevator where, like, you know nobody's going to come in. But, like, it sounded like an elevator that was, like, moving between floors and people were getting on and off. How are you having sex in this elevator? It's got to be uh, hands down the pants. Maybe a trench coat was involved. You know, that's the only <laughs> thing I can think. Statler, though, yeah, she was adopted. I I think this is sad because her brothers, she describes it that her brothers were like perfect golden children. That Those are her words. They were good at everything. They got perfect grades. And here comes Statler with her ADHD. Probably, she didn't say this, but she implied that it was undiagnosed throughout her childhood. So she's just like failing at school, being compared to her brothers, such a disappointment to her parents. And then she felt like she was an even bigger disappointment to her parents because she came out as gay. I felt like this sucks. Like if, if her parents were, I don't know, I'd like to know more about the family situation, but I feel bad for Stellar. That's unfortunate. Look, having, having an undiagnosed, you know, non neurotypical issue. And then you're in fucking Texas. You come out as a lesbian. It's just a it's just a recipe for for a, a pretty brutal adolescence. You know, I'm we don't so really glad, we don't though. really know when she came out, but it's it no. couldn't have been. It didn't. I guess it doesn't really matter. It's fucking sucked either way. I'm sure. I'm so glad though that she decided. She was like, but then to I fuck. decided, fuck to it, just just fuck a I lot. Accept, <laughs> that's it. I accept myself, and I'm gonna go fuck now, and that's and great for you. I'm gonna fuck on the first date, and I couldn't care less what people think about it. Good for her. I know. I love it. It's just, I love the producers. Like, how many dates does it usually take you <laughs> to get a woman into bed? She's like, how many? Like, point two five. Just, she's funny. Um, but yeah, she. This is what's sad, though. Statler is very desperate for unconditional love. She even says as much. And I can't remember and that's because, where but we that, were. That's, that's because of trauma, though. You know? That's because her parents. Like, yeah. Remember we were talking about this when we covered queer love. That um, I don't know if this was in the recap or something, but it was the same thing with uh, Mildred. People that are abandoned by their parents oftentimes are looking for that unconditional love which you usually only get from a parent right 
And because and, and, she didn't you know, have that from her parent, she's seeking it, it out in a relation in a romantic relationship. And we don't necessarily know the details of how she and her adoptive parents like she she it seemed like she didn't really want to get into it, but you could imagine after she came out, there was at least a little bit of abandonment from her adoptive parents and then I, it doesn't sound like she has any knowledge about her birth parents either. So there's a double abandonment here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really big bummer, but this is going to really affect her ability to like, really, it just seems like she goes hot and fast. Yeah. And she wants that love. And so, Oh no. Enter Dempsey. This girl, I couldn't tell that. I mean, given her ex-girlfriend's face was blurred, but I was like, this looks like the same woman. Like, she has such a type. This girl's from Darlington, England. That's like between Leeds and Newcastle. So like North, North England. And I love her accent. It's great. Then we go to chocolate. Well, also, also, I mean, it becomes pretty clear I think that Matt Sharp is setting up a plot line here where she is going to, it seems like she always leads with her sexuality, which oftentimes it's not always, but oftentimes that can be because of insecurity. And I wonder if she's going to do that. Even if she doesn't, even if they start, start off a little bit slow they're kind of setting it up to, to where she's going to be like very sexually free and experimental. And as she says, a freak and Dempsey is going to be way more vanilla. And it's, you're going to have like a Gino Jasmine situation almost, you know? Yeah. No, no offense to Dempsey who seems um, not like Gino. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I mean, we just don't know. I don't know how she's made this determination, but she also says if things do go well with Dempsey, she's just going to go get her stuff and move all the yeah. way to the UK. I'm like, oh, what about work? What about money? Have we thought through any of these things? Of course not, folks. This is before the 90. Nobody's thought through any of these details. Not a once. So, yeah, she she's done this before, though. She had another blonde. And we learned this through the sex dessert restaurant conversation with her friend. That there was another blonde English girl. They had a great vacation together. And Stoutler was like, all right, I'm going back to the U.S. I'm packing up my shit. I'm ready to go. And then the girl dumped her as soon as she got home, saying that she was moving too fast. I'm like, It was a Scott situation. It was. Yeah. But then it seems like this girl, it was a little bit unclear, but it sounded like this, this woman came back around. And said, "I made a mistake." Did you get the? Did you get that, or was I confused? It sounded like the, the her ex tried to get back with her and said, "I made the biggest mistake," et cetera, et cetera. I I got that she like tried to go back because apparently she's still in touch with her, or I don't know if she reached out randomly. But Statler tells her friend that she's at the sex chocolate restaurant with. Oh yeah, she wants to see me when I'm in England. I'm like, a how did she know you're in England? B, like, do you talk to her regularly or like that? It just seemed very weird that like the ex knew she was going to be in England and that she also wanted to see her. So, yeah, unclear, but she wants to see her. So clearly she's still into her. I, I maybe 
she was just talking too fast, but I didn't even catch that her ex was English. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. So that's, um, that's, that's super drama potential number three here. Yeah. Yeah. And I, they didn't say where in England, but this is also interesting. I mean, Dempsey is from Darlington, which is in the North, but they're meeting in London. Neutral territory. Right. And I I don't know where this other girl lives, but um, yeah, she so Dempsey too. Dempsey's like, I wait for no one. I don't give a fuck if I'm on 90 Day Fiance. I'm going for the month long Thailand trip with my family and I'm just going to catch you on the flip side and I'll meet you in London when I damn well please. But now she's got all these flight delays and she's not even going to make it. And Statler's freaking well, out. I'm like, just hang out in London for a night by yourself. What's the big deal? That or why? Why didn't they? Like, if you're Statler, don't you want Dempsey to be back and like resettled and be able to sleep for a day after a flight from Thailand? Why would you show up on the same fucking day? I do not know, Kyle. I do not know. It seems very confusing. Now you're going to have two people that haven't showered and are still wearing their shoes trying to bang. Fucking God. Yeah. Seriously. Christian. Um, Yeah. I I don't know. She seems like she has a lot of insecurities that if one thing goes wrong, she's just her mind starts racing. She starts believing the worst. It's not good. She seems like she's spiraling. So... Yeah. I'm I'm worried for her. I'm worried for she, her. She has pretty bad anxiety. I I I I fucking I can't stand it when people say you have to risk it all for love. Oh my I'm just god. Thinking, I'm just thinking like do you do you have to? <laughs> sure. Yeah. C- can't you can't you like emotionally, yeah, putting your heart out there. I get that 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 feels risky for sure. But that's not what she's doing. She's upending her entire life her livelihood her her friendships uh her financial future like we can't do a calculated risk <laughs> we, we can't Not do a little, the 90. <laughs> a little more planning and and that's yeah. it's concerning because I mean, it sounds like her ADHD really affects her decision making, and she, it, her friend Sai, just I think pretty clearly believes that she is repeating her mistakes and not dealing with her past, and that, yeah. that's unfortunate because she's she's a really likable person. I think there is someone out there for her, but she it has to be feels like it has to be more organic than this. Mm-hmm. One last thing about Statler. I just want to give her props for being the only person in the history of this show that booked a reasonable flight. She is flying direct from Houston to London. Good for you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? Do you need something to listen to while you're on your long summer walks in your neighborhood, cooking or cleaning your house? Do you hate ads and you really can't skip through them because you're listening to this podcast when you're cleaning your house or cooking and you don't want to get spaghetti sauce on your phone? 
That's at least my deal. If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about the absurdity of the 90-day franchise of shows and occasionally other TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed either on Patreon or with our 30-second super easy sign-up on Supercast. It's only 5 bucks a month. It's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, usually one and a half hours to two hours long, no ads, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday, where we discuss more 90-day gossip and any other 90-day shows that are currently airing. Right now, that's Love in Paradise. And coming soon, we have another season of The Other Way, and we have 90 Day UK Season 2, and we are so excited for both. You'll get full access also to our full, complete archive of podcasts. What are you waiting for? Treat yourself. I mean, it's less than a cup of coffee. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. So, Kyle, overall thoughts on the episode? Entertaining. I think uh, it's it's going to get real, real gross very soon. <laughs> I think it's like this was a lot of setup, but I was thrilled to meet Statler. I think she was like the highlight of the episode. And, She's fun. And, and then Violet. I think Violet is like hilarious as well. Really funny. Yeah. Enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, Gino and Jasmine is always just a shit show, but... Butt plugs, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see next week. I really want to see Statler land in London, although it looks like we're not going to see Dempsey next week. Just Statler getting sick. Uh, Probably not. Just shitting. Just shitting and shitting Just and shitting. Shitting her brains out. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys, but for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Episode talk 7. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.